where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Have you ever wondered why Jesus got baptized? If John's baptism was a person declaring, I'm ready for the king to come, why would the king himself need to get baptized? John didn't get it. When Jesus showed up at the Jordan River where John was baptizing, John knew who Jesus was. Given that they were cousins, they might have known each other all along. But this was obviously not planned. This moment was completely unchoreographed. John actually tried to prevent Jesus from being baptized. He even said, I need to be baptized by you, and you're coming to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so for now, for it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Fulfill all righteousness? What did that even mean? Jesus told John that this is what is right. This is what God wants us to do. But that wasn't really an explanation. Of course, Jesus didn't owe John an explanation, and John didn't insist on one. After all, the king can do whatever he likes. There's a lesson right there. When God tells us to do something, he shouldn't have to explain why. We should just do it like John did. And like John, we may see why, but we may not. In thinking about why Jesus needed to be baptized, even though he was sinless and didn't do it to show people he'd confessed and repented, I've always heard that he got baptized as a precedent to show us what we should do. If we're going to follow him, we ought to get baptized too. And that's very true. Jesus also legitimized John the Baptist's ministry. In his baptism and what happened right after, Jesus showed that God approved of what John the Baptist said. People should listen to him. He wasn't just some crazy guy out there in the wilderness. God's blessing was on this new Elijah. Not only that, but Jesus was identifying with sinful man, and he was being submissive to his father. That's what God wanted. And that's what Jesus did. Remember Philippians 2, 6-8 says that Jesus, though he was equal with God, humbled himself, became a man, and was obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. This was the first step in that obedience. The cross was the last step. Did he think of this when he prepared to step into the water that day? Before his baptism, Jesus lived an obscure, humble life in Nazareth for 30 years. After this step into the water, the next three years would be lived in a fishbowl. His life would change completely, and his path led to the cross, a cruel, painful, humiliating death in which he would be carrying the sins of the entire world on himself. But because of his love for you and me, he knew it would all be worth it. We've always heard, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. But even at his baptism, when he took that first step into the water, 
He knew he was beginning a chain of events that would lead to our salvation. You and I were on his mind. As John baptized Jesus, it says in Luke 3, 21 and 22, that Jesus was praying. Praying for us? Praying for God to get glory through his ministry? We don't really know. But as we'll see tomorrow, God used this moment to get glory. When we accept Christ and give him the throne in our lives, we have no idea what he has planned for us. But as we follow Jesus in believers' baptism, we must submit, as Jesus did, to God's will for our lives. In fact, every step requires submission, putting our lives in his loving hands. How have you submitted to the Lord? What is it that you need to submit to him today? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to share a treasure God has given you by doing an episode, please contact us. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you'll find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.